Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Once again, the Bays team is the best team, the Golden State Warriors. What is up, everybody? A new episode here of Strength and Numbers. Brandon Cadiz here. And, man, the Warriors were busy during the summer this week. Steph Curry was seen with Snoop Dogg, as well as attending a Dodgers game. Klay Thompson was also at a Dodgers game. What are all these Warriors stars doing there? As well as Draymond Green potentially having a suitor already if he decides to leave the Golden State Warriors. All of that and more on this edition of Strength in Numbers. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Strength in Numbers. Make sure to hit follow on our Twitter page at dubs underscore strength. You can follow me, Brandon Cadiz, on Twitter at B-C-A-D-I-Z zero. Well, let's do some little bit of house cleaning here. Let's talk about some former Warriors finding new teams. Well, Former guards and forward for the Golden State Warriors, Kent Bazemore and Quinn Cook, respectively, have joined the Sacramento Kings. Mike Brown has signed both players to the Kings for this upcoming season. And just some veteran leadership there. Quinn Cook especially having that championship run and being able to give that little bit of that veteran experience off of the bench, of course, to the youngsters there down in Sacramento. Mike Brown going with some familiar reinforcements there. And I think it's a great pickup by the Sacramento Kings. Kent Bazemore, of course, used to have... Used to play with the Sacramento Kings is what I meant to say there. And then Quinn Cook, been out of the league or down to the G League and back and forth, finally finds a home there with the Sacramento Kings. Wishing the best for both of those former Golden State Warriors. In other former Warrior news, of course, current NBA champion, and now he'll be playing back in his home country of Serbia, Nemanja Bjelica put out a heartfelt message on Instagram yesterday. Well, let's read the caption there. This is what he had to say to Dub Nation. Thank you, Warriors, the 2022 NBA champions, to the best fans and everyone who supported and pushed us through the whole season until the very end. Thank you to this amazing organization who believed in me and let me be a part of this legendary group of players. My breaks to all of you. For this unforgettable experience to close my NBA chapter, thank you. I will always remember this season, these fans, and the Bay. Always a warrior. Thank you. And Nemanja Bjelica, of course, a six foot ten Serbian. His numbers from last season, 6.1 points, 4.2 rebounds, 2.2 assists in 16 minutes. And he played in 15 of Golden State's 22 postseason games. He, of course, is returning back to Turkey on a two-year deal with $4 million for Fenerbahce Beko of the BSL, the Basketball Super League in Turkey. Bielitsa, of course, was a great stretch for, especially in the regular season when Draymond Green was out, when Jonathan Kaminga had to come in place, and they relied heavily on Kaminga and some minutes from Nemanja Bielitsa. 
a lot of speculation on Warriors Twitter and fans just saying, hey, could this be like an Andrew Bogut type of deal where he spends one to two years down in Australia and potentially making a return for whenever he wants to with this Golden State Warriors franchise? Well, we'll just have to see. Nemanja got his bag here for Golden State on the mid-level, got an NBA ring, and then is going back home and hey maybe he just feels comfortable there he's an NBA champion satisfied with getting his first NBA championship and what a legend there to be able to go off on his own way from the NBA and return back home to his family and friends we'll surely miss him Dub Nation will miss him and the Warriors will look to win back-to-back -back NBA championships and what do those odds look like well, at Bet Online, you can check them out. Our sponsors. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting props and and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Speaking of the Warriors' chances at repeating a big factor during the regular season, especially when Draymond Green was out due to the back injury, was Jonathan Kaminga. And Jonathan Kaminga reflected and joined NBC Sports Bay Area's Dalton Johnson on a podcast talking about his improvement for the upcoming season. And Kaminga reiterated that he doesn't focus on just one aspect of his game. He knows he has to improve on all of it to be a great player. Needless to say, though, he also emphasized this, that he said, and I quote, the vets don't really got to tell me I've been through it. I was in the process. I helped throughout the season. I was here. I know what it takes. We're, we're, we're working towards it every single day, trying to get better every day. And just being at the parade just makes you want to be a champion every single year. But it's not that easy to do it. End quote. And that mindset right there is the mindset that Draymond Green gave us. You remember his quote during or after the parade, his interviews that it feels so nice to be up there, that that's the goal every single year. You get hungry once you've been out of it like the Warriors were for a couple of seasons before winning the NBA Finals this past season. Is that that hunger to be great, that hunger to continue to win, and it drives this Warriors team. And for someone as young as the 19-year-old Jonathan Kaminga, to realize, man, that is something special. That is just a old man mindset that I also have seen from Moses Moody. You know, he has that old man mindset, just that veteran type of play. You don't need to tell these two young, mature rookies and heading into their second NBA season next year, it's just going to be amazing to see how they continue to improve. Jonathan Kaminga also further said that sometimes he envisions about leading this team, the four young guys, right? You have him, you have Moses Moody, of course, you have James Wiseman and Jordan Poole. The core four there, Moody, Poole, Wiseman, Kaminga, and you add guys from the draft this season, 
Patrick Baldwin Jr., Ryan Rollins. Man, that's something special for the future, as I've talked about in previous podcasts. And the comparison for Jonathan Kaminga is a little bit of Giannis athleticism. And in my past podcast for uh, Warriors 24-7 podcast on the same network, I went on earlier in the year to say that he already had better numbers than Giannis in his rookie year in limited minutes. But one thing I'd like to see Jonathan Kaminga improve on, and everyone can agree on this, is his defense, his ability to not foul, his ability on offense as well to realize that you don't have to bulldoze every single time. We saw a little bit of that in summer league action where, hey, he stops on a dime and raises up for a more, more improved and silky looking mid-range jump shot. And that's Kawhi Leonard there. A little bit of Kawhi Leonard, a little bit of Giannis athleticism. And if Jonathan Kaminga can just control his aggressiveness on both ends of the floor, I think he can really improve on his rookie season and of course when we take a look at Jonathan Kaminga's numbers last season just for a little bit of reference for you all tuning in 70 games played last year 9.3 points 3.3 rebounds and almost one assist but here's the numbers 51% from the field very effective and a great 33.6% from the three-point line but hey the free throws absolutely need to improve we remember that one stretch this summer league where he almost missed all of his free throws in a two-game span. That is something that I'd like to see JK improve on as well. So being able to improve defensively, but also controlling the aggressiveness on both ends of the floor and the free throw percentage. I think Jonathan Kaminga is in the bag, or he is in the lab working on his bag this summer. And I know a lot of you guys listening in are also Bay Area sports fans, but hey, brace yourself here. Stephen Curry was seen at the Minnesota Twins Los Angeles Dodgers game on Tuesday night. He was getting ready to leave at the eighth inning, but someone told him, and that someone was someone in the Dodgers dugout, Dave Roberts, of course, the manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers, saw Steph Curry was about to leave, got word of that, and told someone to go up to Steph and say, hey, don't leave, because Clay's brother, Trace Thompson, is going to pinch hit in this eighth inning, and hey, Steph was there at the game, recorded video of Clay's brother, Trace Thompson, recording a double in a pinch hit situation. And Steph Curry celebrated it. So just the love there by teammates. You love to see it. But as a Bay Area sports fan, as a Golden State Warriors, San Francisco Giants fan, that absolutely pains you. And especially... When Clay Thompson was at a Dodgers game too, supporting his brother against these San Francisco Giants and celebrating. It's all love. You know, if your brother or your sister, your wife, your husband was playing a sport, of course you would support that team, even if it was for the rival team. I'll tell you that much. So, of course... You can bash Clay a little bit there for wearing that Dodgers blue, but hey, he's just there supporting his bro. Steph Curry was not done there as well in the pop culture world, enjoying his time at the Dodgers game, but he was seen with Snoop D-O-double-G hanging out together, and there was this viral photo circling around Twitter right now of Steph hanging out with Snoop. 
You zoom into Steph Curry's eyes, and all I got to say is that it's bloodshot, it's red. And let's just say that Steph Curry had a one little bit too many blunts, little one too many joints, however you want to put it. But hey, why are we talking about Snoop and Steph Curry? Well, this moment was pretty cool. Snoop Dogg gave Steph Curry a death records chain, put it around Steph's neck, and Steph Curry went on to say, come on, man, and also that, hey, not everyone has one of these, and we want to note that because Snoop Dogg has given this death records uh, chain earlier back in January to, to Eli Manning, so he's not just handing these out to anybody that he hangs out with, giving giving these chains to athletes that have proven that have won at the biggest stage. Of course, Eli Manning, Super Bowl champion twice, beating Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, and of course Steph Curry. His resume would take a minute to let to list, but now you see two greats, two goats in the scene. I also didn't know this, but from seeing this article that Snoop Dogg, you know, of course was released his first album with Death Row in 1993, giving that Death Row chain there to Steph Curry. And I didn't know this, Snoop became the label's new owner in February, so that's pretty cool. Snoop Dogg taking over the scene as he always does, but now an owner of Death Row, the initial record label that he was signed with in 1993. That's some pretty cool stuff there. Steph Curry and Snoop Dogg hanging out. I've buried the lead enough. What is this one team that has already been a player and a factor to potentially landing Draymond Green if Bob Myers, Joe Lacob, and company do not decide to extend him? We talked about his contract extension and his desire for one last week, that Supermax, and we broke it down and it was about $12 million more per year and around 36 to 48 million, I think four years, 142 is what it is, what it was, if I remember correctly, right off the top of my head. So an extra 12 million per year, which isn't too bad. But again, that could dive into the mid-level exception that could dive into other contract factors that the Warriors could potentially bring in in a couple of years, especially after having a down season last year for Mr. Draymond Green himself. Well, an unnamed NBA executive, you know, going anonymous, they don't want any of that business out, they don't want that smoke from Draymond Green, spoke with Sean Devaney of Heavy.com, and basically they said that Draymond has always wanted to go there, he has always wanted to play for the Detroit Pistons. Of course, Draymond Green going to Michigan State with Tom Izzo from Saginaw, Michigan. It makes sense that he would want to play for the Pistons at some point in his career. Now, as they say here, the executive told Devaney, he goes on to say, and the Pistons, they'll have the cap space. It's hard to see Draymond playing anywhere else outside Golden State, but it's going to happen anywhere. Detroit would be a good bet. So if there was anybody that could sign Draymond Green, Detroit Pistons, hometown, check that off, right? And also, they have the cap space. The youngsters there, Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes, is taking a look at their roster 
Alec Burks there, former Golden State Warriors. Sadiq Bey, Beef Stew himself. Isaiah Stewart. Kelly Olynyk, Nerlens Noel. Kevin Knox. Man, they have all of this cap space, so I could see Draymond Green going there. But what's that? What's his factor going to be like? We always say that Draymond Green's factor with the Golden State Warriors, it's a perfect scheme fit, right? Like a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, you know, sometimes the offensive coordinator for one particular team might not be the best. And if you go to another team, they can show your skills up at a higher level. Example A, Matthew Stafford. Now, going back to the NBA, a scene change. Could Draymond Green return to his old form in his rookie year, to his college days of being able to hit the three-pointer at a great rate? That jumper returns to his old solid defense, his defensive player of the year-like candidacy. It's It all remains to be seen. And just like any player in their contract, the year Draymond Green this season really has to prove it. And going and staying on this Bay Area scene, 107 wins for the San Francisco Giants last season. Brandon Belt had a contract year type of year. Brandon Crawford had a contract year type of year. So is Draymond Green going to step up or continue to diminish and progress down offensively? Of course, the defense is still absolutely great. We know that. He showed it in the playoffs. He ramped up in the playoffs. He recovered and showed against the Boston Celtics and a tremendous ability to be a ball hawk, to be like a safety, as he liked to say, especially also against the Denver Nuggets. So Draymond Green to the Detroit Pistons. Would Draymond Green want to go there, though, if the Warriors decided to let him go? The only good thing they have there is the money if he wants to secure the bag and be at the end of his career. But are there other teams out there that you could see Draymond Green go to to secure another ring with another team? Could this be a Dennis Rodman situation? Of course, joining the bad boys in, from Detroit, going to the Chicago Bulls and winning rings there. That rivalry between the Pistons and the Bulls. Could Draymond Green see something like that? Who are the Warriors' rivals right now? Well, you look at the Western Conference. Of course, the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James, always a factor there. The Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference. Denver Nuggets. But hey, could Draymond Green imagine this scenario? Going to the Boston Celtics. And you know who else has been rumored to join the Boston Celtics? That's right, Kevin Durant. Imagine how crazy this would be. Kevin Durant, the Boston Celtics, congratulations. You traded for him. You got him. If there's any cap room or any way of signing Draymond Green, imagine those two together. The feud from Golden State goes to Boston. You have the loud talker and the podcaster in Draymond Green. You have someone like Kevin Durant, a little bit sensitive, and you know the scenario of how it ended down there in Golden State. Draymond Green is going to go to a contender that has the biggest cap space. I believe he will prioritize that first. Secondly, take the bag from your hometown team, Detroit Pistons, even if they're not doing so well. Well, maybe in two years, the Pistons can at least be a playoff caliber team. We'll have to see how Cade Cunningham performs this season and helps 
and how those veterans around him helps him to potentially landing a big free agent like Draymond Green. New uniform alert, back-to-back -back weeks on strength and numbers. The Warriors, of course, last week, we talked about the cow-looking-like jerseys from the Golden State Warriors with the Golden State right up front. That was their statement edition jersey. But also what I said in last week's podcast, there was jersey leaks throughout last season of the NBA season, and I saw them and I said, hey, City Edition jerseys, they're going to be coming back. It's going to be the Warriors run TMC font. And what do you know? This week, the Golden State Warriors announced their City Edition jerseys with Chris Mullen, the head of run TMC. And let's see if we can get a little bit of sound here for how that video went. And it's a really funny moment in there. Let's try to see if we can pull up that audio. You guys know we're only bringing the jerseys back, right? Hey, Rain, what's up, man? Oh, that's incredible news. Let's run it back. Man, I still got it. Starting up front, 67215 St. John, and he is a tough worker. So in this video announcement for the Golden State Warriors, you see Chris Mullen getting a phone call. He wears the old school jersey, parades around acting like he's gonna play and get signed on. A Warriors worker sees Chris Mullen, says that, hey, you only know we're bringing the jerseys back, right? And, you know, just insinuating that Chris Mullen thinks he's suiting up, signing a contract with the Warriors to play. But hey, let me tell you, Chris Mullen can still play today. He still got that jumper going. Seen him a couple of times at my times at NBC Sports Bay Area last season. Chris Mullen looking sharp, looking well, looking like he still can play and hit that jumper. So 10 out of 10, I will give this jersey compared to... I'll say a 4 out of 10 for the jersey announcements for the statement ones last week. These classic edition jerseys are so sweet. We know the history that comes behind the run TMC days. Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, and Chris Mullen. Back a long time ago in the Oracle days where they honored all three of them, I have the set, the bobblehead of Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen, and Tim Hardaway. You connect them all three together on like a platform. The three bobbleheads snap together almost like Lego pieces. Man, it is a sweet collection of bobbleheads. So to bring it back for this season in San Francisco and the throwback San Francisco, um, or excuse me, the throwback Golden State Court there all in all in yellow there in the hardwood floor. I love the jerseys, but I also love as much as the hardwood floor that matches these jerseys. So I'm also interested to see what the hardwood floor is going to look like, excuse me, for those statement edition jerseys, the cow looking ones. Are they going to have a new floor for that or... Are they just going to stick with the original home court floor there now in place at Chase Center? Now, speaking of logos being displayed on the hard court floor for this upcoming season, Shams Sharania reported this, and it's a big-time announcement. Of course, the death of Bill Russell, a great Bay Area legend, led the San Francisco Dons to an NCAA championship back in the day. For this upcoming NBA season, the NBA has announced that the number six that Bill Russell wore will be retired across the league. In addition to that, 
all NBA players will also wear a patch on the right shoulder of their jerseys during the 2022-23 NBA season, and every arena's court will display a clover-shaped logo with the number 6. Shams Sharania will go on to say on another tweet that the NBA players that have been wearing the number six for example lebron james that are currently wearing it will be grandfathered in so if you weren't issued a jersey with a number six last season well you're never gonna get it again and to switch things up on a little more light-hearted note nba memes warriors twitter is just freaking amazing and they said that hey the last warriors player to wear the number six in san francisco you guessed it, it was Smiley himself, Alan Smilagich is the last warrior in San Francisco to wear it in San Francisco. So that is absolutely amazing. We all know the Smiley memes if you're a Golden State Warriors fan. But to get back on the more serious note and talk about Bill Russell and honoring him, absolutely great to be doing this for the NBA. Great job on their part there for Adam Silver and company. A big factor in the NBA 75th anniversary season. The Bill Russell trophy that was introduced, of course, this year. And now for the NBA to retire, the first jersey league-wide, taking on a similar stance of Major League Baseball and retiring, retiring the number 42 of Jackie Robinson across the league. That was for different implications, of course. But Bill Russell, an absolute great person, great player, both on and off of the court. And for the NBA to do this just really exemplifies what he has done, the late Bill Russell himself, after his playing career and during it as well. He will be immortalized in NBA history. Similar to Jerry West and the logo, now Bill Russell's number six will always be remembered. On that note, that's all the time we have this week on this episode of Strength and Numbers. You know, it's a little light here in the offseason, so we're, sh we're sharing some fun news here. Of course, we talked about Warriors players attending a Dodgers game. We talked about a little bit more of a serious topic of Draymond Green leaving the Golden State Warriors once again, but potentially already having a suitor lined up. An NBA executive said that Draymond could potentially land back with his hometown team of the Detroit Pistons. But hey, the NBA schedule was also released, the preseason schedule at least. So let's dive a little bit into that actually before we leave. I'll list it out to you here. The Golden State Warriors, of course, playing two games in Japan in their preseason schedule in September. It makes sense that the Golden State Warriors are playing the Wizards there. Of course, Ruby Hachimura, former Gonzaga Bulldog of Japanese descent. They'll be playing the Wizards in Japan on September 30th and on October 2nd before they take on the Los Angeles Lakers on October 9th, followed by the Portland Trailblazers on October 11th, and closing it off with the Denver Nuggets on October 14th. So a five-game NBA preseason, two of them internationally, 
in Japan. And now that's really all of it on this episode of Strength in Numbers. Thank you for the support and tuning in every single week. Make sure to hit follow on our Twitter page at dubs underscore strength. Follow me, yours truly, Brandon Kitties, on Twitter at B-C-A-D-I-Z-0. Truly appreciate the support every single week. We love you guys. We love you, Dub Nation. Continue to listen on. And until next week, go Dubs. This show is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.